Welcome to the Fab Life Podcast, where you can reach your potential. Listen with an open mind and an open heart and get ready to have a transformation. I'm so excited to be with you. And today's topic is going to be really pretty much about how to have balance in your life. Uh, I noticed that many of us, uh, when we enter the workplace, it seems like our main priority is to create income. And granted, we all know how important that is in order to be able to provide for yourself and your loved ones. The challenge is a lot of times when that gets off balance, then it creates uh, an issue in your personal life where it could be your own physical health, it could be your emotional health, it could be the relationships you have in your life, whether it's your partner or it could be your children, it could be your parents, it could be your friends. So today, I wanted to talk about this topic because I get so many of you that uh, Facebook me and they message me uh, to ask me questions about how is it that I've learned to maintain such a balanced life, but also what is it that I have learned that the most successful people in the world have done in order to be balanced. And the key thing is this, you cannot sustain success without balance. Something's got to give. How many heart attacks do we have to hear when you're 40? And even though you are doing extremely well and very successful and maybe the envy of your profession, now all of a sudden you're not here to enjoy it. Or maybe you left some children orphan because you were so busy about building your career. Or how many times do we have to find that somebody uh, has a chronic illness because of their poor habits? The reason that I wanted to speak to you about balance is because in order to create a fab life, you have to have a balanced life. And no long-term success can be sustainable without balance. Something will give. Now, I don't know if you've met very wealthy people. I've been very blessed to have interviewed some of the most influential and wealthy people in the world. And I can tell you that some of them really surprised me because they would tell me that during this journey towards success, they unfortunately did not pay attention to the love of their life. And they ended up alone. And they could not regain that love. Or perhaps that they had children that did not grow up having mom and dad at home because they were too busy building success. Or perhaps they ended up, you know, somehow facing an illness that was primarily created by the effort in creating money. We have to think, put things in perspective because the reality of life is the fact that life is a journey. It's not a destination. I know sometimes I meet people that tell me that their magic number is $3 million so that way they could retire. It could be $5 million. It could be $100 million. It doesn't matter. But the reality of it is you have a life. And that life, we never know how long it's going to be. You know, we all have had people that we've lost that were gone at a much earlier stage in their life that we anticipated. So I want you to know that it's important to recognize 
that we must enjoy life to the fullest and live every day like if it's our last, last day, but live it responsibly. And the way that you create balance is to really recognizing the different stages, the different areas of your life. I mean, we know that we have our health, especially our physical health. And for me, I spent the last 30 years motivating and inspiring millions of people to recognize that without their health, there is nothing. That is the most essential category or the most essential area of our life is our health. And I don't mean just our physical health. I mean our spiritual health. I mean our emotional health. But it's our health. Second, you know, many of us have a very strong spiritual life. And I can tell you that having a strong spiritual life, studies have shown that you live longer, you're much happier, you have less of a chance of creating cardiovascular disease or cancer. So having a spiritual life is very important for us to be able to have balance. Then we have family, right? We have to make time for our family. It's amazing how two people come together and they fall in love. And they have this magical chemistry. And then they decide to have children. It's a natural progression. But then they bring the children and all of a sudden they have no time for their spouse and no time for the children. And that becomes an issue. And then you start feeling guilty about it, right? But you keep justifying it because you're like, but I want them to have more. Yes, I want to go into a bigger house. I want them to have a better car. And maybe I want them to go to private school. Or maybe I want them to be able to travel and be able to see the world. But you see, we keep justifying these things, thinking that those things are more important than the time that we spend with our loved ones. Then you have a social life, which is so critical because we are social beings. We're not meant to be by ourselves. That's depressing. That's one of the reasons why in society today, there's so much depression because there's so many people that don't have anyone to share anything with. They watch TV all day long, or they do social media, or they end up somehow uh, not engaging with anyone else out there. And the challenge with that is the fact that we're not meant to be like that. We're meant to exchange. We're meant to share. We're meant to engage with others. So I'm sharing this with you because I want you to recognize some of these areas. The professional life is just one area of our lives, but it seems to be the primary area because of the money creation. I mean, I can tell you that if, if you know, if you can figure out a way to make enough money to support your family by loving your partner more, you would do it, wouldn't you? If you could make more money by loving your children more every day, you would do it. If you could make more money by eating healthier and exercising every day, you would do it. But we tend to place value on what creates revenue and money rather than what creates happiness, peace, joy, health, all of the things that truly matter in life. You know, somebody said one time that no matter what you create in your life, you can't take it with you. So why is it that we're so obsessed in creation? Is it because we want to uh, be significant? 
Is it because we want to be able to influence others if we have money? Is it because we want to do good with that money and support others that are less needy? Is it because we want power? Is it because we want to be noticed? Whatever the reason is, all I can tell you is our basic essentials are not very much. One day I was doing a, a segment for Fox News that was sharing a study that was done with over 500,000 families in which it showed that a $75,000 income in a family, after that, it did not change your happiness quotient. You see, money does not make you happier because with money comes a lot of other things that you have to be ready to handle. With more money that you make, you're going to have more people asking you to borrow money. With more money that you make, you're going to be treated differently by those around you. With more money that you make, it's a responsibility to be able to manage it properly instead of wasting it all. So what is it for you? Why the drive to make more money? I really want you to think about that because when we talk a little bit about balance, we have to recognize that the majority of our time has been spent on the professional growth of our lives. And yes, we can get a better job. And yes, we can get a better position, maybe make more money. Or maybe we can have multiple jobs. Or maybe we can work longer hours. I've seen people get into high-stress careers just because they think it's a high payoff. And then I see people also doing extremely well financial, but with better management, better decision-making. I think the important thing to recognize here is that we have to identify where you are and what are your driving factors. I mean, at the end of the day, what is it that you would like to achieve? And if you tell me, Fab, my number one achievement is I want to be the healthiest person that I can be. My number one achievement is that I want to be the happiest person that I can be. My number one achievement is that I want to be the most peaceful person that I can be. My number one achievement is that I want to be the most loving person that I can be. But if you tell me that your only thing in life is to be wealthy, to have more money, which as you know, there's very few, few people that are truly wealthy in the world in comparison to the amount of people in the world. And the reason for that is because with wealth comes a lot of sacrifice. It comes a lot of conditioning. It comes a lot of responsibility. So I want you to, regardless where you are in your life, I want you to ask yourself the kind of questions that I've had to ask myself and many others. And that is, how much is enough? How much is enough to live a very comfortable life? How much is enough to be able to provide the basic essentials to your family? How much is enough to be able to give yourself enough time to be able to be home for dinner, to be able to take the kids to school in the morning, to be able to take uh, the opportunity to watch a game or a recital, to be able to take a, a vacation or two a year where you can spend some quality time without any disruption from your business? How much is it going to take? Now, I can tell you that I've met families that are very balanced with less than $25,000 a year. And I have fam fam families that are very balanced with $100,000 a year. 
maybe half a million dollars a year, maybe a million dollars a year. The amount doesn't really matter because it's different for everyone. You know, I've often told my children that you can have anything you want in life as long as you're willing to earn it. But what is it that you need to create in order to live the lifestyle you want? And all I can tell you is that if you put emphasis on more things, you're going to be chasing that all your life. And the reason for that is because there's always going to be somebody that has more than you. Maybe you work all alone to be able to get this purse that you wanted just to find out that there is three or four people around you that already had that purse. So they wasn't special anymore. How many times have I met guys that have told me that they worked so hard so they can buy their Ferrari or Lamborghini just to find out that he spent more time in the, in the, uh, in the shop or that it was a money pit when it came to maintenance and they didn't get to enjoy it like they thought it was going to be. Sometimes things are not what they think they're going to be once you get there. That's why it's important that you put your priorities in, in perspective. What is your priority of values? What is it that you want value the most? Do you want to value your relationship more than your financial growth? Are you willing to sacrifice your relationship, the person that you decided to be a partner with? The person that buried your children. Are you deciding that your business is more important than that? Why do you think we have so many divorces in the world? Because a lot of times the priorities are off. You know, some people get it right and they seem to manage that throughout life and they get to be married for a long time and have a relationship together for a long time. And then I find others that Within a short period of time, even though they swear that they were so in love and at the time of the wedding and the engagement, everything was perfect, they come to realize that they were not the person they thought they were. They have grown apart. Their values change. So my question to you is, we need to be able to be balanced. And there's different areas in our lives that need to be balanced. So let me give you some suggestions as to some of the things that we have found over the years that work very well in maintaining a balance. The first and the most important thing is you got to understand what your values are. So what are the things that you appreciate the most in life? And it's okay if you say money. I mean, that's your value. Nobody can dictate that. But I want you to think it further. Why is it that money is important to you? Is it for your personal gain? Is it for you to be able to give yourself the treats you want to give, or is it to be able to share with others? But whatever it is, I want to make sure that you put a list together of the things that matter to you in your life. That's very important because if you don't do something every day towards those things, you're going to be out of balance. My second suggestion is you must schedule activities, action steps towards each of the things that you say you value. If you say you value your profession, then you got to become the best in your profession. You got to put energy to train yourself, to learn, to keep growing within that profession. If you put family, you got to make time for your family. You can't just leave early in the morning and come back late at night while everybody's asleep and expect to have a family in a few short years. You won't. It happens all the time. People cannot handle that. Nobody wants to raise a family by themselves. 
right? It's not fun, especially when the kids are little. So make sure that you're communicating properly with your partner and you create these uh, values together as a couple. If you say that your spirituality is important to you, how much time are you spending really becoming more spiritual? Maybe praying more often, meditating more often, maybe going to your church, synagogue, temple, whatever it is for you. How much time are you spending socializing with friends, individuals that maybe grew up with you or went to college with you or individuals that you have known over the while that support you? It's very important to feel supported in life because most people feel alone out there. We feel like we're the only ones out there pushing, trying to make something happen instead of enjoying the beautiful friendships that we have around us. I remember one time I I woke up and uh, I recognized that I have made so many beautiful friends throughout my career. Many beautiful, beautiful people, but I wasn't spending time to come visit them, to maybe take some time during a a convention or something to just have a, a meal together, or maybe stay an extra day just to visit somebody that lived in that area when I'm traveling. I want you to know it happens to all of us, but you must be able to schedule time for the things that matter every single day, one, one activity every single day, you know? I'm going to spend an hour playing with the kids. I'm going to spend an hour helping them with their homework. You know, I'm going to spend an hour uh, making love to my partner. I'm going to spend an hour uh, making sure that I cook for everybody. Just something that is important to you. I'm going to spend an hour working out. I'm going to spend an hour cooking my meals instead of having to bring food from the restaurant. The second thing that I have found to be in balance is you must do the things that you love. You see, it's very difficult to sustain something if you don't love it. So whenever you choose those activities, make sure you love them. You know, don't put in there, make sure that I cook if you hate cooking. You know, if you want to go have a date night, make sure you choose things that you really are looking forward to and not feel like it's an obligation to have a date night. Trust me. You can have as many date nights, but if you don't want to be there, it's not going to do any good for your relationship anyway. So why do it? Just make sure that you just enjoy it and be present. That's really all that is about. See, when you love something, you're being present because you're enjoying it every single moment. You look forward to it and not the opposite. And lastly, and this is very important, create some kind of accountability for you. You know, I have found that in my life, the things that don't tend to be consistent are the things that I don't have any accountability for, right? They're easy to put under the rug, forget about it, postpone it, procrastinate it, pretend that it's not there. Make sure that you have some kind of accountability. Now, it could be an accountable partner on a particular thing that you want to make sure you happen, right? And not get upset at them when they call you on it. That, hey, I thought you said you were going to do this. Where where is it? Well, you haven't done it. But make sure you thank them and you'll be grateful when they call you on it. But we all need accountability in life. Accountability is something that some people are very good at keeping themselves accountable by themselves. But I found that most people need a third party. Somebody that's going to hold them accountable outside of themselves. It could be a friend. It could be a partner. It could be a loved one. It could be a boss. It could be 
a child, but just make sure that you have some kind of accountability as you create balance in your life. I hope you have enjoyed this. I hope you put all of this into action and begin to have the most balanced fab life. Thanks for joining us, and I hope you act upon what you've learned. Please share this podcast with your friends. To receive additional tools to help you reach your potential, like us on Facebook at Dr. Fab Mancini.